The Soccer Gambling Podcast is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today, bet $100, and get $100 at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. State restrictions apply. We're also brought to you by SGPN's Big Game Squares Contest, a $1,000 prize pool, and it's completely free to enter. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash squares to enter today. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash squares to enter today. And finally, we're brought to you by SGPN's Big Game Bingo. A $57 SGPN gift card for every bingo hit. And this is exclusively on your SGPN app. You are listening to the... EPL show here on the Soccer Gambling Podcast. You can follow the Soccer Gambling Podcast on Twitter at SGP Soccer. That's at SGP Soccer. You can also follow the Sports Gambling Podcast Network at the SGP Network. That's at the SGP Network. And finally, you can follow my other Twitter account. It is at LockBettingCom. That's at LockBettingCom. That is the Twitter account for LockBetting.com. The premium pay service that has now delivered 116 months in a row of transparent track profit. It is the same handle for the Instagram and the TikTok as well, where you can see some great betting videos actually put together by my 12-year-old son. Absolutely smashing it on TikTok. I give him the betting stats. He makes the TikTok so easy, 45-second to 60-second digestible videos that you can check out at LockBankCom on TikTok. Lockbetting.com, as I said, has provided 116 months in a row of transparent track profit. The pin tweet on the at Lockbetting.com Twitter account is always the PL from the previous month. At the moment, you're still looking at the month of December because it features the World Cup futures. I've left it up a little bit longer, but that will be getting replaced by the month of January in the next few days, which features the NFL futures. So moving on with this edition of the EPL show. This feels like a huge weekend in the Premier League, especially at the top of the table, because Everton are newly managed under Sean Dyche. And if they get any kind of manager bounce at home, Arsenal could potentially drop some points. If they don't, I think that's a huge win for Arsenal overcoming an Everton team. It will be highly motivated under a new manager at home. If Arsenal come away with a win there, that's a strong three points. The pressure will be then over to Manchester City, who travel to Tottenham. Tottenham, obviously, a rival of Arsenal. Don't want to see Arsenal win the league, but they are desperate to put on a better showing than they did against Arsenal, as they still want to make the top four. So this is a difficult task for Manchester City, who look like they're, who look like they're suffering through some turmoil with the exit of Jao Cancelo during the January window. That is a first-team player. In my opinion, that is one of the top three fullbacks in world football. To sell him when you're in a title race and your main ambition is to win the Champions League tells you that there is 100% some issues and turmoil at the club. So this is a huge game for Manchester City. 
It is a huge game for Arsenal. It is a huge game for Everton. And we start with a game that is huge for both sides on Friday night because it is the West London derby as Chelsea look for revenge against their neighbours Fulham. Only half a mile separate these two teams and Chelsea are at home here as the 4-6 to six minus 150 favourites. It's 3-1 to one on the draw and it's 19-4 to four here on Fulham. Now, I don't think a team could have been more criticised during the January window than Chelsea and this is a team who made loads of signings, loads of top players. It's just a case of them massively overpaying for players, the way that they've paid for players in terms of getting around financial fair play and the ridiculously cheesy introduction video that they did for the signing of Enzo Fernandez. The reveal video was an absolute joke. They were mocked all across social media. Maybe they used all of their budget on transfers and didn't have anything left for marketing, but Yes, they have been ridiculed. They have been poked fun at. But at the end of the day, this is now a top, top squad who should be challenging for the Premier League title. They won't this season, but they could still make an outside push for the top four. What they should definitely do is get revenge against their rivals, Fulham, at home here in this one. Now, Chelsea have had two weeks to prepare for this game. They did not have an FA Cup game last week. And as for Fulham... They're doing very well this season, but they are massively overperforming their statistics. Now, I'm not a huge proponent of expected goals, but when you're overperforming them this much, something has to normalise at some point. So I like Chelsea to be able to pick up the win here in this one. Five of Chelsea's eight league wins this season have actually come at Stamford Bridge and Fulham have lost their last two games without scoring. They are winless in three in all competitions and Chelsea are putting a little run together, being unbeaten in two, which included a nil-nil draw against uh, Liverpool at Anfield with a very, very depleted, depleted 11. They should be getting some players back for this one. I'm not 100% sure if Rhys James or Ben Chilwell will make it. I would think Chilwell, Chilwell's a little further ahead than Rhys James, but they are crucial to the way Chelsea play, despite the fact they have such a large squad. Chelsea primarily like to set up with the wing-backs and the wing-backs pushing forward with the wingers and a high-quality CDM dropping in to protect your back three. That will be the ideal way for Chelsea to play. When they lose their best wing-backs, it certainly takes something away from them. So the sooner that Chilwell and James can get back, the better. I don't necessarily think they need them or even one of them, to win this game. I feel they're better than Fulham. I feel they were better than Fulham when they played them last time. They lost the game, so they went down to 10 men. So I feel this is a bounce-back spot here for Chelsea. This is a game their supporters will be desperate to win and will expect to win. And I think with long time to prepare, Graham Potter and Chelsea will deliver here in this game. I'm going to take Chelsea to pick up the win at the price of 4-6, to six, minus 150 on the money line here for your Friday night game between Chelsea and Fulham. Before we move on to Saturday's games, let me take a quick time out to tell you guys about WinBet. WinBet is, of course, the official online sportsbook of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. WinBet is active in a bunch of states and there are a ton of ways to win, including live betting and same-game parlays, a.k.a. WinBet's build-your-own-bet. The big game is here and WinBet has you covered. Great promos, odds and payouts are happening right now at WinBet. So if you're ready to play, sign up today to receive a special offer. Bet $100, get $100, limited to state availability. And of course, 
if you hit the biggest long shot parlay of the week, you get a $1,000 free credit. There is literally so much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet so they know that we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. Now, the office subject to change. Terms and conditions available at winbet.com. You must be 21 or older and present. The state where play with winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Moving on to Saturday, and it's that huge game on Saturday morning that I talked about at the top of the show. It's Arsenal travelling to Everton, where Arsenal are the overwhelming favourites here at 1-3, minus 300. It's 15-4 on the draw, and it's 7-1 here on Everton. Everton are going to need a big performance here from their supporters at Goodison Park if they want to get anything from this game. The data tells you Arsenal win, obviously. The data tells you that Arsenal win comfortably and that Everton, who can't score a goal, won't be able to even find the net in this game. Arsenal are top of the Premier League with 16 wins from their 19 matches. And have recorded nine clean sheets in the league so far in those 19 games. Everton are, of course, in the relegation zone. They have recorded just three league wins so far this season. So everything there points to um, Arsenal winning the game and winning comfortably. And Everton, obviously, there's not great data there for them to score a goal. But what I will say is that Sean Dyche is also going to make it very difficult for Arsenal to score. He's going to identify the goal-scoring issues at Everton, and he's going to come up with a game plan here that involves Everton keeping it tight at the back, essentially parking the bus with a low block, and looking to steal the game via a set-piece or a counter, although I'm not overwhelmed by the counter-attacking options that Everton have. Now, it goes without saying, Everton have fallen massively from being this big club because in order to survive and in order to get something from this game straight out the bat, they're going to have to implement some of the tactics, some of the template that Sean Dyche utilised as the Burnley manager. But that was successful. They were one of the most disciplined and most resolute defensive teams of the Premier League era. And one of the first things he's going to do is going to cut out the mistakes here because At the moment, the expected goals against Everton this season is 33.5 and shots conceded per game is at 16.1. If Arsenal continue that output in this game, they will go on to win it comfortably. I don't think they will. I think Everton are going to be set up here quite defensively. I think they're going to be well organised. Will Arsenal win the game? Probably. Will Everton score? Probably not. Therefore, my strongest lean for this game would be to take the under two and a half goals. Now, this is a plus money selection. It's available at 21 to 20. Over two and a half goals is favoured. I just don't think we will see a goal here early on. I think it may take Arsenal uh, the whole first half, maybe even 10, 15, 20 minutes into the second half to get the breakthrough. And ultimately, that's going to change the game plan then. I think it's going to leave Everton susceptible to conceding the second as they're forced to chase the game. But whilst they can keep it level, and if they can set up some counter-attacks and, and win set pieces, three kicks and corners, Everton will still be dangerous in their game. That is their main threat. And I do feel they'll be able to survive the, the first 45-minute period of this game. That will be the game plan. And if they're successful, that'll put us in a strong position to ca- position to cash our play of under two and a half goals at the price of 21 to 20 here in this one. Up next, we move on to the three o'clock kickoffs and we start with 
a West Midlands derby type of game here with these two being so close together as Aston Villa are hosting Leicester. Leicester are the 14-5 away underdogs here. It's 5-2 on the draw and Villa are the even money favourites. Unai Amore has come in and steadied the ship at Aston Villa, no doubt. But um, it's difficult to see where they go now for the rest of the season. They're not going to go down under Unai Emery. No chance they're going to have a run where they get relegated. But they're out of all other competitions. So it's a little bit of a stale season ahead for Aston Villa. Leicester, things are a little bit more exciting, but not for a good reason. That's because they are in a relegation battle. They are still, of course, in the FA Cup as well. So if they can sort themselves out in the league and start putting some points together, they can then focus on having a FA Cup run and maybe having somewhat of a semi-respectable season. I think in this game, we could definitely see some goals Aston Villa's games under Unai Emery have surprisingly featured goals when he's seen as more of a defensive-minded manager. Both teams have found a net in each of um, in nine of Aston Villa's last twelve matches in all competitions, and they face a Leicester side who have the best goal-scoring tally of any team in the bottom half. But at the same time, the worst defensive record in the entire EPL. So I think here that we are going to see some goals. Uh, only Southampton have lost more Premier League games than Leicester. So if you're looking for a lean who wins this game, it would be Aston Villa. They also come into this having won five of their last seven league matches, showing the improvement under Unai Emery, completely taking them out of the relegation conversation. But rather than taking Villa, we will lean towards the goals. I think both teams are going to find a net here in this one. And I'm going to take that selection at a price of 7-10. to 10. Up next... We look at a game between Brentford and Southampton, where Brentford are the 10 to 11 favourites. It's 5 to 2 on the draw, and it's 16 to 5 here on Southampton. For a small period, Southampton looked like they had turned the corner, but I still believe that they will go down. Brentford is a very difficult place to go to, and until Brentford starts showing signs of being on the beach and dropping off, because they're in a similar position to Villa. I don't think they can realistically make any kind of charge for the European positions, but they're definitely not going to go down. But they're still playing, particularly at home, and the home record is strong. And I'll take them to pick up the win here. Southampton have lost seven of their last 10 away games in the Premier League, and five of Brentford's seven league wins this season have come on home soil. It could be goals in this game. Saints have found a net in six of their 10 away games this season. But ultimately, I think Brentford will be too strong. Ivan Tony should have a field day against this defence. He's in strong form. He's bagged 13 goals in 18 league games so far this campaign. I see no signs of him dropping off. And I see no reason to go against Brentford here in this one. Up next, we look at the game here between Brighton and Bournemouth where Brighton are the strong 4-11 favourites to win it. It's 4-1 on the draw and it's 17-2 on Bournemouth. Bournemouth did some business in the transfer window in an attempt to stay up. By contrast, Everton did no business whatsoever. They could not get a single signing over the line. So you do feel that Bournemouth do deserve to have a run at staying in the Premier League. But ultimately, I still feel with the quality that they started coming in, that puts them at a huge disadvantage and they'll still go down this season. 
And this is the type of game I do not expect them to win. If you want to extract a little bit more value here from this Brighton line, tack on the over 1.5 goals. Brighton and over 1.5 goals takes your full to 11 to 4 to 6 minus 150. A much better play for you to take. I definitely think we will see more than one goal here. Brighton come into this having won three of the last five league games and each of Brighton's last nine Premier League matches have actually featured over two and a half goals. Both teams have scored in five of Brighton's last six league games and as for Bournemouth, they're without a clean sheet in 10 10 away league games this season. Now, obviously, the Bournemouth data in terms of goals conceded is a little bit skewed by the fact they conceded nine against Liverpool away. That does obviously bump up their average. That's always worth noting when you are opposing Bournemouth. But still, I think Brighton are good for goals. I think Brighton are good for the win. Brighton and over 1.5 is my selection here for this one. The Manchester United Crystal Palace game is covered exclusively over on BetMUFC. Over on that show, we'll talk a little bit more about Ericsson's injury, the absence of Sabitzer, the fixture pileup, which is just insane for Man United. They have to play eight games in the month of February alone. So all of that over on BetMUFC. So the final three o'clock kickoff is Wolverhampton Wanderers, Wolves against Liverpool. This is a game we seem to be seeing a lot at the moment, considering they went to a FA Cup replay. Wolves were robbed, though. Um, Wolves were robbed by VAR not working conveniently at Anfield when they scored a goal that would have knocked Liverpool out. Liverpool come to Wolves as the 10-11 favourites here. It's 11-4 on the draw. And it's 3-1 to one on Wolves. Liverpool need to win this game if they're going to make this charge up the table that people expect. But for me, it's really, really difficult to take Liverpool to win anything. I will lean towards them, given the data that they have won eight of the last nine head-to-heads between the two sides. And while they're struggling for form, they should have enough quality to beat a Wolves team that have scored just 12 goals in their 20 league matches this season. So despite the fact that Lopetegui has improved things, and I do think he'll keep them up, What he hasn't found is a way to score more goals. And ultimately, with Liverpool's firepower, I do think they'll get over the line here. But this is by no means a lock. This is me just taking the better team in a must-win situation with a strong head-to-head record. I will no way be looking to put any serious money down on Liverpool away from home until I see some improvements in this team and the way they're performing with their, especially with their consistency this season. The final game on Saturday is the 5.30pm kickoff where Newcastle are hosting West Ham United. Newcastle are the 4-7 favourites to win this. It's 14-5 on the draw and it's 21-4 here on the Hammers. I think the Hammers will start to move up the table eventually, but this is a very, very difficult game. I can see this being a low scoring game. Newcastle aren't exactly full of goals. They've been grinding out their games lately. And I think West Ham under David Moyes will come away here to the superior team with a defensive game plan. I think under two and a half goals would be my standout play here for this game. And if I was to lean anybody to win, it would be Newcastle, given the fact that a better team and West Ham have lost six of their last eight matches in the league. Newcastle have lost once in the Premier League so far all season. And that was with eight minutes of injury time played at Anfield when they were signified to only be five. Newcastle have kept 12 clean sheets in 20 Premier League matches so far this season and no team has conceded fewer goals 
uh, fewer Premier League goals than Newcastle this season, having conceded just 11. So it's going to be tight on the Newcastle end, but it's West Ham are more concerned about can they stop Newcastle from scoring? I think they'll come here with a game plan to do so. And therefore, I see a tight and cagey game here where Newcastle will be looking to win it with a moment of quality. And West Ham will be looking to nick it with a counter-attack or a set-piece or a moment of brilliance because West Ham do still have some individual brilliant players. When you look at someone like Lucas Paqueta playing for your team, it can be a game-changer if the moment opens up. So under two and a half goals, it's uh, 10 to 11 on the over, 10 to 11 on the under. And we'll take the under here for this one between West Ham and Newcastle or Newcastle and West Ham, your late game on Saturday. Before we move on to the Sunday slate, let me tell you guys about the Big Game Squares contest. SGPN is giving away $1,000 in their Big Game Squares contest. It's completely free to enter. All you need to do is follow the Sports Gambling Podcast on Spotify and give them a rating. Then go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash squares to enter for your chance to win a free Big Game Square. Also, while you're there... Make sure you also sign up for the Big Game Bingo. Sign up on the SGPN app and get your own Big Game Bingo card full of all your favourite Big Game prop bets. If you get bingo, you'll win a $57 SGPN gift card. Only catch is you must be subscribed to the Sports Gambling Podcast and NFL Gambling Podcast on YouTube to win. It's free to play and it's exclusively on your SGPN app. Moving on to Sunday, we begin with the two o'clock kickoff between Nottingham Forest and Leeds United. This is a complete toss up according to the books. Both teams are eight to five on that money line and it's 12 to five here on the draw. Nottingham Forest have been phenomenal since the World Cup break. They have moved themselves up the table and are now in a position where nobody's really talking about them as a relegation contender. I would lean on them here in the draw no bet market to get the win. I'll take them as a pick. I don't think this should be a 50-50 line. Nottingham Forest form, especially at home, warrants them being a favourite. And Leeds have been poor travellers. Leeds have the joint worst away record in the league this season picking up only five points after losing six of their nine away league trips. Forrest coming to this one having gone unbeaten in four in the league and they're unbeaten in their last six at home in the EPL. So I don't know how the bookies arrived at a toss-up here and making both teams eight to five, eight to five. This gives us some value on Nottingham Forest. I'm going to give us that protection of where a draw gives us a push so we don't lose any money with the draw. And we'll take Nottingham Forest here as a pick in the draw known bet market. It's 10 to 11 on Leeds, 10 to 11 on Nottingham Forest. And I'll definitely side with Nottingham Forest here in this one. The final game we look at, which is probably the game of the week. I think that Everton and Arsenal could have a case this weekend, given that it's Sean Dyche's first game in charge. But if you're looking at the quality of the EPL and you're looking at two teams who should be challenging for honours this season, although Tottenham have been disappointing, it's definitely this game as Man City travel to the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. They are the three to four favourites to win there. It's 29 to 10 on the draw and Tottenham are the 18 to five underdogs. 
Now, these two teams only played a few weeks ago and Tottenham got off to a hot start, winning, uh, leading at half-time by two goals to nil. Then, in the second half, Manchester City turned on the afterburners and absolutely dismantled this Tottenham Hotspur team in an 18-minute period, overturning that two-goal deficit. This tells me that Manchester City have this Tottenham team's number and when they turn on those afterburners at some point, they can ride that wave to a victory here against a Tottenham team who have lost at home to Liverpool and have lost at home to Arsenal and really showed no fight in that game, no know-how in terms of how to get it done or how to put up any resistance in the biggest game of their season, the North London derby. They were disappointing. And in this game, they won't even have Antonio Conte, their motivator, on the sideline because he has to have gallbladder surgery. So I don't think that's going to help Tottenham at all. Tottenham have lost four of their last five home league games. It was previously a fortress but now they come into this having lost four of the last five and they've lost all six meetings with the current top four. The visitors come into this one having won three straight games and they beat Tottenham 4-2 as I mentioned last month. The hosts have conceded first in their last five home league games whilst the visitors come into this one having won 12 of their 16 league games this season in which they've scored first. So I think with or without Conti there, he is going to set up the game plan and it's probably going to be to do the usual thing, sit in and try and hit teams on the break. Unfortunately, this backline isn't good enough. Tottenham don't seem to be learning from it. They continuously go a goal down in games and if they do that here, Manchester City are going to take you apart once the game opens up. I don't feel that Tottenham will be able to get back in it and everything for me here, especially looking at that second half, at Manchester City, points to Manchester City winning the game will take them to get it done at the price of three to four on the money line here in this one, your game of the week on Sunday between Tottenham and Manchester City. Closing out with your lock on the show, I already gave this one out to my lockbetting.com clients at the start of the week to secure the price. I actually gave it to them at a higher stake than the one unit that's advised for Loxit on this show. So I'm going to give it to you guys here. It's Chelsea on the money line. Plenty of time to prepare. Revenge in the air. Lots of criticism to respond to given their transfer policy. I think with this time to prepare, the better team at home will bounce back and pick up the win. Nice and simple. You're locked for this show. Chelsea on the money line at the price of 4-6 minus 150. That's it for me. Good luck with all your bets as always. And thanks for listening.